0: Welcome to the 5. Fantasy 5. Fab tap! Fab tap! Fab tap! Fantasy five. 5. Fantasy 5. Bye. Bye. 5. 5. Bye. 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 five. Bye. Bye. Ready. Set. Go. Fantasy Freaks and Geeks, what's up? James co here with you. We welcome you into the Fantasy Five. All the fantasy advice you need in just about five minutes. This show brought to you by the fine folks at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com, man, they are giving you free money just for signing up. They'll give you five bucks. Just for signing up. Who doesn't like free money? I like free money. You like free money. Everyone loves free money. It's a fun way to play daily fantasy sports. I mean, it's so simple. It's just stuff like, hey, how many points or how many assists is LeBron James going to have? Who's going to have more rebounds? Anthony Davis or LeBron James? It's just, it is such a fun and easy way to play fantasy sports. Oh, by the way, if you use my promo code CO, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. And if you use that promo code, I would consider it a personal favor. You would be helping my program quite a bit all right fun game super simple to play as i mentioned state nature restrictions apply signed for full terms and restrictions all right let's go man one thing i have noticed and this is i don't know how much of a fantasy football take this is but through three weeks the raiders defense i think is much tougher than we thought coming in and in back-to-back weeks now they've made cam newton look human and to a large degree i think they stifled drew Brees as well I mean, remember, they lost their first-round safety Jonathan Abram to injury last year. He's back, and I think he is making a pretty significant impact in their secondary. Now, look, I'm saying this knowing they've got MVP candidate Josh Allen coming into town. So, look, you're obviously playing Allen, but I am curious to see. I am curious to see how that matchup does play out. Speaking of Allen, I absolutely think he can keep this up, by the way. 12 touchdowns through three games. I mean, just a torrid start. I mean, And the crazy thing is this, man. It's not just his legs, right? We're talking about top two in passing yards and passer rating. Throwing the ball extremely well right now. Now, my, friend, my good friend Matt Harmon wrote an awesome piece detailing the shift in the Bills offense. Please go find his work. It's a great article. Um, and it inspired me to kind of look up more info. So I will add more context uh, to what he kind of wrote about but per next-gen stats the bills have gone to three or more wide receiver sets on nearly 95 percent of their offensive plays last year that was hovering around 70 percent the change really has come on spread sets of four or more receivers last year they ran four plus receivers on just 0.6 of their plays. Actually, they really went down to two wide receivers about a third of the time. This year, that number has absolutely flipped on its head, okay, because they're running four plus receiver sets on 25% of their offensive plays. So a good chunk of their plays are, are, are in these spread concepts. Look, they were bottom eight in pass attempts last year. They're top six in pass attempts this year. They're putting more on Allen's plate. So yeah, I absolutely think the volume holds up, meaning I think the stats will hold up as well. If you drafted them late, like I did in multiple leagues, you are absolutely loving life. All right, I'm going to give you two starts, two busts, and two sleepers. Let's go. And we'll start with uh, Devonte Parker versus Seattle. This week uh, Seattle uh, look, lost in their whole offensive barrage right now is the fact that Seattle really can't defend the pass. Seattle corners have allowed a 72% catch rate to receivers lined up wide. League average is at 61%. Of course, Devonte Parker most of his snaps do come out wide. They've also given up the most yards to receivers both in the slot and lined up wide. Parker should feast in a potential shootout here by the Sneaky Ryan Fitzpatrick pick in this one as a really good sleeper quarterback. Hey, I really like Brandon Cooks this week as well. Houston plays Minnesota, and we talk about those cornerback ratings. Man, Viking cornerbacks have allowed a seventy-three percent catch rate and the fourth most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. I think Brandon Cooks is an absolute must-start in your flex. He could be in line for a big day. Really, an entire the entire Houston offense in line for a big day. But I do think Cooks will cook and make a fine flex. this week. A couple of bust matchups. Antonio Gibson taking on the Ravens, who have allowed the fourth fewest fantasy points to running backs this year. And I just think the Ravens are gonna be out looking for blood man after they just got bodied by KC on Monday night you know they're going to be looking for a little bit of uh, of get right game here uh against Washington and, and and Gibson is averaging just 52 yards per game anyways just a couple of receptions as well not really lifting his PPR value his scoring has been saved really in the last two weeks by uh, uh by touchdowns in back to back games i don't think he finds the end zone in this one i think antonio gibson if you have other options is an absolute sit how about this shocker special? But leading rusher Derrick Henry could bust big time against the Steelers. Pittsburgh is tough versus the run. And in particular, they are tough on outside runs. They've allowed just 32 yards total. On runs that bounce outside, and a 1.5 yards per carry average, both figures lead the NFL. Why is this important? Because Derrick Henry relies heavily on the outside run. Nearly 70% of his rush yards have come on those outside runs. Two deep sleepers for you. How about Greg Ward? Yeah, Greg Ward versus San Francisco. The Niners are great. The Eagles stink, and I get it, but... How about this? San Francisco has allowed an 80% catch rate to receivers lined up inside this year. And the 4.24 yards of separation allowed to those inside receivers... That's the second highest mark in the NFL per next gen stats. Greg Ward played 81% of his snaps in the slot. Plus with all these injuries, Ward has seen a little bit of volume like he did last week. 11 targets, 8 receptions, 72 yards and a touchdown last week. I'm not saying he gets there, but man, I tell you what, you could do worse for a deep sleeper in your flex. Same game. I actually am very intrigued by Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, Kendrick Bourne, man. Darius Slay is stifling opponents' number ones right now. He's allowing a 50% catch rate and has given up just 54 yards total through three games as a result of that blanket coverage. Number two receivers, though, they have gotten loose. Last week, A.J. Green shut down five for 36. Tyler Boyd, meanwhile, went off 10 catches for 125 The week before, Robert Woods, two catches for 14 yards. Cooper Cup had five for 81. I do not believe Debo Samuel will be back this week, meaning Darius Slay could be tracking Brandon Ayuk, meaning Kendrick the Bourne identity could see solid volume. Oh, by the way, Bourne has seen five, five, and six targets to open the season. If he sees six or seven in this game... Oh, baby, I do believe he's got a good chance to score a touchdown as well. All right, Five Army, that's it for your boy. If you want to follow me on social media, please do so, at JamesDCo on both Twitter and on Instagram. And look for my hashtag, CoBets, as I'll be laying down a couple of my favorite bets over the weekend. And you know what? I probably will address this on tomorrow's podcast as well, some of my favorite bets going down throughout the entire weekend. All right, that's it for your boy. See ya.